believe we all have a big self and pursuing it is holy work. We also believe that most of us let fear persuade us not to pay attention to it. On episodes when Shelly and I don't have a guest, once or twice a week, we like to bring you a big idea wrapped in a Santa-sized package. We call these our micro-episodes that you can listen to on your way to the grocery store or running an errand. Why? Because the big journeys are made of thousands of tiny steps. Welcome to The Big Self Show. I'm your host, Chad Prevost. Hey there, I'm Shelly Prevost. It's great to be here with you on a beautiful June morning, Shelly. Thanks for uh, being able to be here with us today. It is great. And I am reminded how much I love June. This is perfect. And not just because it is your birthday month. It is either. my birthday month. It's just a great time. It's just a great time of year. Yeah. And there's a lot to absorb from the last several episodes. We, you know, we've uh, since we've last been together, Shelly, we've explored self-awareness with Tasha Yurik, how to work toward knowing and, and practice your true self with Jerry Wagner, and how the one way to challenge yourself towards enlarging and energizing your happiness is to do one thing that scares you every day with Scott Simon. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, is there a relationship here? I would say the relationship is about aspiring to live in your big self, which may be low hanging fruit because that is what we ask all of our guests. But what would you say, Shell? Do you see any connections? Um, I think the connection point for me around what we've been having conversations about is just is how evasive the self is. <laughs> like, huh. yeah. you know, just when you think you've kind of figured out a part of who you are. <laughs> You know, it, it can change, it can shift, life changes, you know, even looking back at myself in college, like, and how different and kind of confusing I was even to myself. Um, so I think that even in our best efforts, sometimes this self-development work can be just evasive, um, elusive. Maybe that's the word I'm thinking of. Elusive. <laughs> yeah, more yes. elusive, that it's just... We can be very perplexing. I think humans are very perplexing. Yes. That's what I would say. You're an onion. <laughs> I am an onion. <laughs> we all are onions. Many layers. You know, well, the, today, and as a connection point to what you're saying, we thought we would discuss something that we can all relate to. And that's what we all, it's, it's what we all wished we had known when we were younger. Hmm. Yeah. So we are in the season of life of launching our children into hopefully being fully functioning adults who contribute to society. <laughs> um, so we are, you know, neck deep in a lot of conversations around vocation and purpose and the pathway and how do you figure this stuff out? And so college, <laughs> yes, the, the role of this kind of weird role of college in that, um, pursuit. And so, yeah, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about what we, what we might say to our younger self. And so 
That that's it. As simple as that. And so, Shelley, let's begin with you. What would you say if you had? And this is for all of our audience too. There's a lot of things you'd probably want to say to your younger self. Mm-hmm. And you know, in a lot of ways, I guess sometimes when we're parents, we're like, oh, here we go. This is so great. I get to bring up this, this child's person into the universe <laughs> and I get to help them not make all the mistakes that I made. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting having these conversations and like, I find myself saying things that I'm like, do I really believe that? Like, is that, or or would I have thought that was true when I was 20 years old or 18 years old? And so it's interesting to have, you know, this 40 something year old lens that I'm saying things through, but to have this empathy for my children and like, how is this landing on them? Um, (laughs) So it's, yeah. So for me, so what, and the, and the rule is, you can't say many things to your younger self. You have to pick one thing. One. Yeah. That's it. What I've, would you say? I've thought about this and I thought it would be something that I've been saying to our children and it's not. Oh. Interestingly, I, what I would say to myself, especially around 18, 20, 24, you know, probably even just last year, if I'm honest, enduring struggle doesn't make you more important. Uh, enduring something that's hard or being addicted to something that's hard, proving yourself through something that's hard doesn't mean that that thing is more important or that I'm more important. And I have really had, and I'm still working on this, of kind of dissecting this um, belief that if something's hard and I really have to struggle in it, then some then it must be more important than something that comes easy. Hmm. And so I would neglect the things that just came easy for me. Like I, to the you know I've told you a story recently when I was um, doing a work study at my college at Georgetown College, I was Doc Birdwhistle's um, student aide. Yeah. And he worked he was the the campus minister and so I worked in his office. And he told me, just greet people, (laughs) just be friendly, talk to people, make them feel good, make them happy to feel happy to be here in the BSU. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Like, that's not work, doc. I want to work. Like, I want to like clean your desk. I'm going to put your books away. I'm going to like bring a broom in here. I'm going to work. And he's like, don't, no, 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 don't, don't do any of that. Like, this is your job. This is what you're good at. And I, I didn't believe him. And it was like, it's so easy just to talk to people and be nice, but that's, and I'm getting paid for that. And so it has really been a lifetime of learning that the things that do come easiest for me are probably the things that I need to be doing Hmm. Um, and to unlearn some weird thing in my psyche that wants to make it hard. Wow. Okay. So like a strength finders, like go to, to your strengths Yeah. In, in a lot of ways. Okay. Mine is, and thanks for sharing. That was really, that was, that was a cool um, takeaway and interesting. And part of it, it does seem to be a little bit tied to your personality. I'm not going to be that quite that deep or complex, but I would just say that for me, I wish I had understood younger self, the world is bigger 
than you're, you think or see it is. Mm. And so it, it would have been worthwhile to have a more open mind to where I could have gone to college instead of like graduating lower in my high school class. I don't even know where my placement was and barely getting into one small, uh, party school, which I then didn't really like. I worked hard to get out of, but even then when I, when I, I only applied to like two little places, uh, Baylor and Virginia tech, it's like the world, there were so many possibilities and I wish that I had seen that. And I wish I had seen that like, declaring a major wasn't so stultifying. Mm. It wasn't being an English major didn't mean that I had to go be a romantic poet. You know, it, there is just so, and also there wasn't, there was just this vague fear of, oh, I've got to go get some kind of nine to five job and sit at a cubicle. Mm. And I wish that I had seen that the world was bigger and that there was more opportunity there to be had. Mm-hmm. That's good. I yeah, guess. I think yours is deep and complex. Oh. I would love to hear from you all. What yeah. would you tell your younger self? Please like, let us know. Go and find us on social media at Big Self School. Um, comment, like... You know, send us a tweet. I don't know. Send us a story. Yeah, wherever you see this posted. But get to thinking about this. What would you tell your younger self? What maybe are you telling your your college aged kids as they launch? And is it similar? Is it different? Just kind of where where you're thinking around that. And we are all about big ideas and how to integrate them to live a more sustainable life, to open up your learning, level up your self-awareness and consciousness, and move from surviving to thriving to flourishing. And you know where to find us at BigSelfSchool.com, where we offer one-to-one coaching, as well as trainings and workshops for organizations big and small. Here's to seeing you on our next episode of The Big Self Show.